0: Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um,
1: occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low
2: maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Modern era. One of the great Fords of the modern era. Sorry, that's what he tells me. Uh, Tom Hawkins, who is from uh, the uh, 11, the streaking cats, Nat. What are they? What are, 11. 11 in a you row? should know this. Why? One week at a time? <laughs>
0: One week at a time, but also we've been talking about it for the last yeah. 45 nah, nah, minutes. <laughs> I did
2: know because it does say ruthless cats in seventh heaven. Oh, so, good. I'm glad you got um, the paper with I thought uh, my, my good mate, Tommy Hawkins, could join the show. Oh, Is that well, a good idea?
0: I believe he's on the line now. Tom, thank you so much for jumping on. Uh, does JJ now owe you something? <laughs>
1: Uh, no, he's been very generous to me uh, in, in our time um, since we've crossed paths from coming from Adelaide to Geelong. So, uh, absolutely not. We sort of... I, I tried to um, weasel a bit out of him last night after the game. But, you
2: um, oh, no, right. uh that's what good friends do. That's right. He actually asked for a fee for this. Um, no. <laughs> but, uh, he He did. He can't deny it because people people Steve Hawking Steve Hawking heard him asking for for a, for a fee uh, which is strange for a man who has money trees growing out the back of the Barrubal Hills but Tommy um we'll we'll just we'll just sort of get serious just for a moment you must be you must be so pleased you know so much talk coming into the season about nine out of every 10 uh, AFL experts are saying this is the year the cats fall off the cliff and uh, you guys just don't—you just don't buy into it. You just go about your business. You trust your system, trust your people, and 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 just go and play your footy. And and, and you know things have just worked out—not perfectly, but beautifully up to this point. Yeah, look, the, you're right, Josh. The narrative is
1: that that um, we've got an ageing list, but um, I, I mean, some of our key people within inside the footy club make some wonderful decisions um, to. Uh, to keep the list and uh in great shape and um you know they they do a wonderful job they they're you know i can't can't recall off the top of my head how many players we've got over thirty but we we do a wonderful job of of monitoring um those and and looking after them as per um, some players getting rested each week but look we no we're really happy um with how things are going um you know, last night wasn't perfect, but um, we played some really good football uh, during the first and last quarter, and um, and the result's in a in a um, a win against a side that's, you know, they were playing for their season. So um, yeah, a really pleasing result.
0: Tom, I was probably one of those people that sat in that camp thinking, how are the Cats going to take it to the next level? How are they going to step it up with the experienced players on the list and that aging narrative that you you spoke about but they often say you're only as good as your bottom sort of six to eight players and just looking at your list that's where the improvement for mine has come from like you look at a Max Holmes who I thought was terrific last night even Zach Guthrie um, we've spoken at length I think in the last few weeks about Tom Atkins he's finally getting those accolades that he deserves after stepping up in the midfield is that where you've seen the improvement of the group those younger guys coming through and really starting to hit their straps.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's part of the reason um that we've been so consistent. Like there's a there's a lot obviously lots of reasons. But last night was a great reflection um on our season. You touched on a couple of those players, but I thought we really led well by um Sam DeConing down back. Um Tom Stewart was well held, but um Sam was was wonderful on a really yep. dangerous forward in Max King. Um, you mentioned Zach Guthrie's having a real, real impact and just playing consistent footy. Brandon Parfitt came in and had an impact in only his second game back. So mm. we just—it seems to be the load seems to be shared um, throughout the whole um, 22, 23 uh, on game day, which is which is really pleasing. We're not reliant on one or two people through um, certain lines to to win us a game of football. So. For me and, and my observation if I, if I sit back for a moment it, it's the consistency and, um, and effort the, the consistency of effort that we're getting week in week out so um, it, ha- it
2: has been pleasing now Tommy, you uh, have won the Geelong goal kicking uh, ten times in a row <laughs> you've got your work cut out for you Ooh. to do so uh, for an eleventh season because the EMU Jeremy Cameron is in front of you. I'm. I'm interested in you explaining, and you know, of course, I get a, a bit of an insight into it. But talk to us about how you and Jezza and others, but how you and Jezza work in terms of who's where at what time. You probably both feel really dangerous, no matter what your matchup looks like. So just talk to us about the communication you and he have out on the ground alongside your other forwards. Yeah, well, particularly as, as key targets, you can throw Gary Rowan in there as
1: well, and and Reece Stanley at, at, at times, and Jack Henry at times as well. Last last night, but I, I suppose um, we've had the the luxury of of um, of getting to know and and train together and, and play uh, more games over the last uh, twelve months, and than we sort of did right at the initial. Uh, part of Jeremy coming into our system, so we've we've built really good chemistry. Jeremy, as you know, uh, and those that don't, he's a he's a beautiful natural footballer. Um, he doesn't he doesn't overthink the game of football. He plays um, he plays a lot on feel, and he's got an incredible feel for the game. So we are different players in the way that we um, that we play. Clearly, you can look at us and and uh, you know we kick on that different sides of the body. He can obviously get up and, and run around and move, whereas I'm a bit more sort of stay-at-home and a bit more of a plotter. So the more games we've played together, we, we sort of uh, have just understood um, where each other likes to be at certain times. We get a great feel out there without too much communication on how we're feeling um, versus our matchup, um, how the game's being played, where we sort of need to be at times. And um, that sort of that's a feel thing for the most part. We, we do communicate, but it's also the freedom that we get within our system, um, to be able to play different and multiple roles on any given night. So I I suppose it's, it's basically comes back to the, the amount of football that we continue to keep playing together. So it's been fun. He's a, he's a great character. Um, he's a, he's an unbelievable talent, the things he can do on the football field. And, and, um, and when he trains, he's, um, He's pretty remarkable out there, too. So, um, yeah, he's he's been, he's been really fun to, to play alongside, that's for sure. That
2: did you notice how he said when he trains? <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. How often <laughs> is that? I mean, he just looks like someone who, just when he's out there on the footy field, he just looks like he's enjoying himself so much. And, and sometimes you don't see that from a lot of players, but he just looks like he's having so much fun. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I just wanted yeah, to ask he, you, Tom. Yeah, he
1: certainly does that. There was one moment in the game. Now, it, it, like no one, will, not many will remember it. But Sam De Koning spoiled, got a late spoil in in um in on Max King, and I, I was the last. I wasn't rolling up and defending too much. I think I had my hands on my head. But the enjoyment that Jeremy gets out of not only what he does, but whatever what everyone else does on the on the footy field is is um is pretty pretty great. It's amazing to watch. Um, you know he's a he's obviously a a powerful player and, um, and a dominant player when things are on his terms. But the enjoyment that he gets out of other people succeeding is, is one, one thing that I've enjoyed watching in his journey.
0: Now we've seen the Cats obviously manage some of the, the senior players. How are you feeling? How's your body feeling? And do you feel like you might need a rest uh, before the finals come around? I know we've got that finals bye weekend, but how are you feeling
1: yeah, look, I'm feeling um, quite, um, quite good physically. I'm feeling, um, I'm feeling great. Mentally, I'm feeling great. Um, I'm not sure what the person next to you, um, Nat, is thinking because he has been in my um, rather large years over the last five weeks, um, wanting me to uh, just uh, put the feet up one weekend. But look, I, I, I feel, I feel great. Um, you know, I feel personally, um, I play my best footy when I have. Um, continuity and consistency in, in training. So, um, for the most part, unless I get tapped on the shoulder by either Josh or Chris mm-hmm. this week, um, I plan to head up to the Gold Coast and
2: and, uh, and tackle them on Saturday afternoon. I imagine uh, I won't be making those types of decisions, <laughs> uh, Tommy Boy. Uh, Danger Field pulled out last night with... Um, uh, an unknown injury, unless it's been announced. So I don't want to calf, just calf injury. Uh, well, I spoke
0: to him bef- uh, on, oh, okay. for Channel Seven. He said it was the same spot in his oh. calf that he hurt last time. Just tightness is okay. what he said.
2: Um, have you got any? Uh, can you? Nat probably knows more than you, Tom. But do you know much more than <laughs> that? Well, she does.
1: Um, I, I don't know much. I had a brief
2: chat to Danger
1: um, post game. I think it was a. Um, a conservative approach um, and probably a sm- really smart decision coming off the back of his injury history um, throughout this year. So I don't think um, there's um, too much in that, to be honest. I'd, I'd expect that he'd be playing next week, but um, yeah, I, as you said, Josh, Nat probably knows more than what <laughs> I have. I haven't been in touch with him this morning. So um, expect him to be right. I think it's a, it was a really smart smart decision
0: yeah he sort of mentioned that in the past he would have pushed through and probably played through it but given what he's been through this year and he's probably a bit more mature in mm, his thinking now call. he was happy to you know sit this one out and and be precautionary um in that regard so hopefully it is just a one week thing
2: mm, yeah hopefully it is Who nice uh quick trip up to the goldie tommy we've got to let you go in a moment but uh quick trip up to the gold coast this week and You'd be looking forward to getting a bit of sunshine and probably getting away from uh, little uh, Henry Hawk, who's probably keeping you up at all hours of the night. Uh, look,
1: he he, he did uh, a little bit last night, um, JJ. But um, look, he's been pretty good. He's been slotted into uh, into the chaos of of life in our household. But um, yeah, I won't say no to a uh, <laughs> interstate trip. Bed to myself, uh, sleep in. Um, I might join and, you. Uh, I might join and, you, Tommy. Well, exactly. Well, there would be a few fathers in the same boat, Josh, so we'll all get together and and, uh, and tell a few stories. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, mate. should be
0: good. Tom, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate you coming on Sunday thank Crunch you. Time. Best of luck for the rest of the season. Thanks, guys. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli, so we doubled it. Chicken and macas together and loving it. ba ba ba. Available after 10:30 a.m. for a limited time only.